Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dangles and Dingers, episode 16. Uh, I'm Josh. And I'm Trev. And we're here to talk some hockey and baseball. Trevor, how's your, how's your week been? Man, it's been a week, uh, well, a week of, uh, I mean, I guess it's been a pretty good week, but in the, I guess, sports world, it's been a week of ups and downs. Yeah, for sure. Uh, a lot of ups and downs and weird happenings and just... A, a lot of things. A lot of things. Um, anything you uh, want to start off on, or you want to just get right into it? Let's just get straight into it. All right. Well, we got some um, some some interesting just some interesting notes about some other things uh, outside of uh, hockey, and baseball. First, um, Baker Mayfield, quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, he claims he saw aliens. Um, okay. I, I I don't know. Right, he seems pretty certain on it. Uh, so I I don't know what to say about that. Um, but he seems certain on it, so I don't I don't know. Um, Trevor, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. It's kind of a weird story, but <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, like he seems certain on him and his girlfriend. They say they saw aliens, so I don't know. I guess they did. Um, anyways, um, two other things, um, fantasy baseball league, uh, we're going to be posting like the invite on our Twitter, um, just so you can just click the link and then just join the league. Basically, I'll be, I hope it'll be quick and easy like that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, join the league. Um, there's a lot of spots still open right now. Um, truth be told, it's just me and Trevor right now, so you uh, can join the league. We'll probably not post it on our Twitter until closer to opening day, because that's when we want to have the draft. But uh, yeah, and last thing is just, I just want all of you to remember that Trevor is the biggest White Sox hater in the world. Anyways, um, we can, uh, Trevor, is there anything else you want to get right into the NHL? Let's get straight into the NHL. All right. So uh, we'll start with our um, division leaders. First in the West, you got the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, in the East, you got the New York Islanders. In the North, you got the Toronto Maple Leafs. And in the Central, you got the defending Stanley Cup champion, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, when it comes to points, uh, your top five is uh, Connor McDavid at 48. Leon Dreisaitl at 42, Patrick Kane at 38, uh, Mitch Marner at 35, and Mark Scheifele at 34. Um, so, oh, and goals. When it comes to goals, you got in first, Austin Matthews with 20, uh, Connor McDavid with 16, Tyler Foley with 15, and then Leon Dreisaitl, Brock Besser, and Alex Dabrinkat are tied for fourth at 14 goals. So um, just a quick update on this there. Um, Trevor, is there any team or player you want to talk about in specific today, or no? But do well, do you want to? No, yeah, no. I just think like all these teams that are in the top are kind of like our top of their division are kind of surprising me. But like, okay, so Tampa Bay, 
Uh, can, can, they passed Florida, right? Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Florida's a good team. Uh, mm-hmm. But, like, they surprised me when they were in first of their division. Like, it, that's kind yeah, of crazy for, sure. for a team like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I uh, just want to mention um, Alexi Lafreniere. He, uh, this past week, kind of went on a tear. He had six points in six games at one point. So, uh, he... He's uh, starting to come around a little bit. Um, obviously, he's not going to have the rookie year anyone expected him to have. Everyone was expecting him to be, like, over half a point per game and, I don't know, like, running away with the call there. But um, that's just not going to happen. But, I mean, it's his first season uh, coming off of not playing hockey for nine months. And when he played before, it was in the QMJHL, so... I, th- I think it's uh, justifiable for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, you got to admit, yeah, like what you said, they haven't played for, like, he hasn't played for a year. And yeah. So he doesn't really have, I guess, the head start to many, uh, like, prospects. Like, he, uh, yeah, he had a lot of potential. He just didn't have the, the time, I guess, to give that. But, yeah. like, that's not his fault you could say, but he isn't performing very well, but that's all right. He did go on a pretty good, I guess, tangents, but like, yeah. And he's still only 19. Like it's not, exactly, it's not really yeah. concerning it's at this like point. Career over him, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other, uh, another player I want to mention, Dylan cousins, he got in his, got his first NHL fight. Uh, I don't know why I added that here. Um, kind of just, he, he won. So that was, kinda, I think that's kind of why I added it. Uh, and then Dylan Coglin. Um, rookie defenseman for the Vegas Golden Knights uh, went into um, the game last night against Minnesota Wild, not having scored an NHL uh, a goal in his NHL career, and then uh, scored three last night. So, um, congratulations to him on his first NHL goal, his first NHL hat trick. Um, he scored all three of Vegas's goals last night. Um, so. Uh, congrats to him. Uh, Trevor, what do you think about that? Yeah, like, yeah, congrats to him. Uh, that's all I really got to say. Like, good for him, too. Um, yeah. Then, yeah, for sure. Oh. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's kind of crazy to, a way, crazy way for, to get your first NHL goal by potting two more after that. Um, anyways, we'll, uh, Move into some uh, sadder news, the news that dominated the week, I would say. Um, Walter Gretzky uh, passed away at the age of 82. Um, I mean, just Walter Gretzky is one of the nicest people you ever meet. Um, I mean, Trevor, I don't know if you ever got the uh, pleasure to meet him, but I did personally. Um, I mean, really, two things I came away from uh, – my time talking to Walter Gretzky, which wasn't that was which wasn't that much, but um, just he he's one of the nicest people you ever meet, and there was no one that was more proud of his son than Walter Gretzky. Um, so uh, Trevor, <laughs> obviously, it's very sad. And um, anything you'd like to say? Um, this is sad. Like I'm, uh, I we actually met Walter at the 
two on two occasions, and we also met Wayne. But um, yeah. So when my when I was a kid, we went to the Norfolk County Fair, which is I guess our, which is the fair that we go to sometimes, and yeah, we we met him there, and he actually gave me this um, this like this this uh horse. Yeah. It was like a stuffed horse he won for me at a game. And oh, that's awesome. Talk, yeah, we had a talk with Walter, and then he, uh, him and Wayne were at the host were at the Brantford Hospital at the time. And then oh, yeah. they, they signed this bear that Stephanie got when she was born. So, huh. uh, like, I, yeah, like we, we, we have some, I guess, we go back with, uh, with the, I guess, the, the Gretzky's, but yeah, for sure. This is, this is really sad. And also a little nut, I think. So I've actually went to the town where Walter Gretzky was born. Yeah. <laughs> like a couple weeks ago. I, I forget what's called. Uh, I don't, uh, what? I forget what the town's called, but like he was born somewhere along the Nith River, if anyone knows where that is. You sure? Yeah. Is, like, was he? Like the the sign that there's the biggest. Oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I was getting so confused because his parents are from Hungary, I think, not him himself. That's what confused me. Anyways, continue yeah. on with you. Yeah. So yeah, like, well, he was. He's a big impact here in Ontario, and I guess in the hockey world in general. And it's just sad to see him go. You know. Yeah, for sure. Um, like, uh, as you said at the fair, like, my dad, he, I don't want to say he works security there, but it's basically what he does. Um, he met Walter on several occasions there. Um, he's a police officer and he worked with Brent Gretzky, um, uh, during his, uh, time, uh, in, uh, working in the Brent County area. So, um, really just uh, a great man in general. I mean, uh, like he invited, like um, he would just invite people into his house. Like anyone that wanted to come see his son's like memorabilia or anything like that. He had like a thing set up in his house and he would invite anyone in who wanted to uh, come in and look and he'd sign and talk and uh, to anyone that wanted to, um, and I don't know if you saw Wayne Gretzky uh, speaking about his father um, through the eulogy. Um, some really, uh, really good stuff. And he talked about uh, just how <laughs> uh, Walter missed um, uh, Brent's uh, birth to uh, stay at a hockey tournament to watch uh, Wayne win the trophy. And everyone who came, everyone who came uh, to their house, um, was talking about how they can't believe he missed the birth of uh, his son. And he said, after everyone left, he said uh, um, that I may have missed the birth of my son, but we got the trophy. <laughs> um, That's awesome. And uh, yeah, I mean, just just a great guy, and he'll be he'll be remembered forever. Also, um, did you see the the thing on the news? Like, so. Uh, I guess so. Branford's the home of Wayne Gretzky. That's oh yeah. But did you see like how they were lining up along all? Yeah. The- that was that was. Crazy. Yeah, the stick taps. That was that was very touching for sure. 
Yeah. Um, and well-deserved. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Walter will never be forgotten, um, especially here in Canada. And um, our condolences go to the Gretzky family. Um, it's uh, hard to segue here, but we have breaking news. Um, the St. Louis Blues have signed Jordan Bennington to a six-year extension um, worth $6 million a season. Um, so, yeah, uh, Jordan Bennington will be staying with the Blues uh, for six more seasons after this year. Um, he was set to become an unrestricted free agent in um, uh, this summer. Uh, Trevor, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the news that just broke? Uh, like this, this just this is like Justin. Like, As we were talking about Walter, the notification popped up on my phone. So, I mean, I you could kind of see that they're gonna sign a bag. It's Jordan Bennington. Right? Yeah. Um, he's done well at the Blues. For sure. Uh, and I wasn't gonna see him like I guess go anywhere else. I don't think. No. So. No, I mean. But, oh, sorry. Yeah, go <laughs> ahead. No, you go ahead. Yeah, um, he'll he'll be one of the three goaltenders I think for Canada uh, at the Olympics in 2022. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Canada's goaltending when it comes to that isn't that great if we're being honest right now. But anyways, yeah, Jordan Bennington, like he won the Stanley Cup with the Blues. Obviously, like um, in the end, that's why you see these uh, teams that always have cap issues because. They pay their big players that won them their cups, um, which you kind of have to do in the end. But um, yeah, yeah, no, I think it's uh, well deserved. Uh, like Bennington, he won a Stanley Cup for them, and then uh, was an All Star the next season. Uh, hasn't been horrible this year. Hasn't been like elite by any means. But um, yeah, no, he's been uh, he's been good, and I think he'll continue to be good. And um, yeah, Jerry, you got anything else on that? No, but like I, I, I see what you mean. Like they, you obviously want to get your big guys back, especially because since well, since you want a cup, like you want to get those, like those players that had a big impact on that back. For sure. Because hopefully, they do that same thing. Yeah. So and I think this move by the Blues. I would agree, and that means that the number one goaltender on the market in the summer is now going to be Frederick Anderson. No, Trevor. Uh, how do you feel about oh, that one? No. Ooh, that's not good. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know what the Leafs. I don't know what the Leafs are going to do about that. Like, are they going to sign a new goalie? Trade for one? Let Jack Campbell start? <laughs> Honestly, I think it'll depend on how far they go this year. Yeah, like if they go all the way, as in like if they make it fa- freaking fast the first round. Um, yeah, if they if they can go to the final four, they'll probably bring him back. Yeah, for sure. I, they're just having a good season. I just hope they bring him back because he's been a pretty Im- big impact to the team in the past couple, of, I guess, years. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I know a lot of Leafs fans are not fond of Frederick Anderson. And I don't know why Leafs fans hate everyone on their team. That's what I don't understand. You're doing good. Respect that. <laughs> I don't know why they can't just like everyone, if I'm being honest. Um, well... All of that being said, they do they do over defend Austin Matthews sometimes, but you know, 
Anyways, anyways, move on from one Canadian market to another. Uh, the Calgary Flames um, fired their head coach, uh, Jeff Ward, um, and hired um, two-time Stanley Cup champion Daryl Sutter. Uh, Daryl Sutter, um, uh, he's been proven to uh, win, uh, having won two cups with the Los Angeles Kings in 2012 and 2014. Um, I mean, everyone's been talking about how he's a good short-term coach. He can turn things around. And uh, Calgary's still in it. It may look like they're not, um, but they are. Uh, they're close with Montreal. I think Montreal's going to bounce back too, though. Um, and it's that's a lot of uh, coaching changes for the Slams. They've had something like four coaches in six years or something like that. And Wow. I don't know about you, Trevor, but that seems like – that seems over excessive. It does, yeah. That that's kind of a lot. Like they're pulling a they're pulling um a, a Jays here. Like if you're not good, yeah. they go. You know, like yeah, for sure. And um, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, I think it's a. I think it was the move that had to happen for them. Um, but I mean. Hold on, I'm just counting here. One, two, three, four, five. Five coaches in five years is what I'm counting right now. Wow. Yeah, Bob Hartley, Glenn Gullitson, Bill Peters, Jeff Ward, and now Daryl Sutter. Um, so that's um, that's that's a lot of uh, coaches to go through. And uh, Daryl Sutter previously was the head coach of the um, – Calgary Flames from 2003 to 2006. So um, he already, I would say, somewhat knows the front office, I guess, or higher upper management, um, if they if they're still there. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think it's a good move for the Flames, and like, I think this year is really the year they need to go all in because they just signed Markstrom, they just signed Tanev, and. Um, like if they don't, if they uh, they don't make the playoffs this year or do anything in them, um, Johnny Goudreau and Sean Monahan, they might find themselves on different teams next season. My sister's not gonna like that. No, she probably won't. Now Stephanie's uh, Stephanie's a big Flames fan, and she probably won't like her favorite player, uh, Johnny Goudreau, getting traded. Do you think? Do you think she'll switch if he gets traded? Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I've always thought about that. Like, I don't know what I would do. I feel like I'd be a two-man show. I mean, two-team show. I'd have to cheer for two teams. Yeah, like, well, right now, Steph's kind of, well, I guess she's that two-team show. Yeah. She's a Toronto and Calgary. Because, yeah. like, if she wasn't a Toronto fan, uh, my dad says that she's going to get kicked out of the house. Yeah. As a joke. <laughs> As a joke, don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously, obviously, obviously. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. but like, that's her favorite player, and that's her also her favorite hockey card is, is Johnny Goudreau. So if he leaves Calgary, that will not be uh, Stephanie won't be very happy. No, I wouldn't imagine she would be. Um, but I'm going through that right now. I don't know what to do about um, my my favorite football player. Russell Wilson sounds like he may be on his way out of Seattle. So I don't know if I'm uh, going to follow him or 
roll two teams or just, I don't know. I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> um, anyways, um, Brent Seabrook of the Chicago Blackhawks um, has retired. I mean, um, a phenomenal career for Seabrook. Uh, he was a big piece of um, those three Stanley Cups for the Blackhawks. Um, he's uh, He was a, a dynamic duo with um, Duncan Keith on that back end um, for all those years. Uh, he played um, 1,114 games, um, had 103 goals, 361 assists, um, and uh, for 464 points, um, a great player. Uh, throughout his entire career. Um, I don't know if he's Hall of Fame. I would say he's close. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's quite there, though. If I'm not mistaken, he might have won an Olympic gold. I don't know if I can confirm that, though. Um, But, yeah, he's... uh, Yeah, he won an Olympic gold, uh, a World Junior gold, and a U18 gold, so... Um, oh, that's congr- a chance of him going to the hall. Yeah, um, like congratulations to him on his retirement. Uh, like it's just, the injury slowed him down. I mean, it it's tough to see that happen, um, where a guy he doesn't get to retire on his own terms. But um, it happened the way it happened, and um, I definitely think that uh, he'll have a chance. Uh, being in the hall, maybe not a first ballot guy, but maybe a guy down the road that gets some recognition later on. Uh, Trevor, what are your thoughts? Yeah, like I don't. I think he should go to the hall, but I guess. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, congrats on your retirement. But yeah, he did. He did. He did have that injury, so. Cause yeah, in, even like in general in any sport, it's nice to choose when you're going to retire, not for sure. Not, I guess, forced retire, but yeah, you want to pull like a Peyton Manning or Ray Bork and you retire after you win your championship. And, but, uh, that doesn't always happen. Right. So, um, like congratulations to him and it, um, it, it sucks to go like that, but, um, that's kind of just the way it is, I guess. Um, some more um, heartbreaking news. Um, Mark Pavlich, um, he played for Team USA um, for the Miracle on Ice team. Um, he recently um, passed away at the age of uh, 63. Um, just a very, um, a very saddening passing. And, um, you could almost say it's early. I mean, um, it, it, he seemed to have been battling with a lot of um, mental health issues and CTE from concussions and um, I mean he ended up uh, turning out a decent NHL career um, from uh, his time uh, on the Olympic team having um, all of his seasons seemed to be right close to a point per game, one of them being over a point per game. So, I mean, um, a great a great career for him um, playing 
five years with the New York Rangers and a season with the Minnesota North Stars and one um, and a couple games with the uh, San Jose Sharks. Um, I mean, it, it really sucks to see um, just the um, a guy who's I don't know. I don't. I don't even know what to say. I mean, it's very uh, just yeah. Just for him to, um, just the reason like why he was having those issues is because his concussions and the CT. Um, Trevor, uh, do you have anything to say there? Like, I don't know. Like, whenever someone like big passes, it's almost straight disbelief. You know, like yeah. And him, like, and then, I well, there was a miracle. Wasn't the miracle the move like the the hockey movie based on that team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he had a big part, and I guess for sure. this has been a sad week for all. Well, I guess yeah. The- yeah, he had seven points in seven games for that American team at the Olympics. Wow. So. I mean, it's it's very sad, and um, it's tough to get hit by two of these passings in one week. And um, yeah, uh, I don't even know what to say. It's just it's just very sad, as Trevor said. Um, and a good way to segue out of that. But uh, uh, oh gosh, I don't know if I can use that transition. But uh, Tom Wilson. Uh, has been suspended for seven games after a uh, dirty hit, I'll say, uh, on Brandon Carlo of the Boston Bruins. Um, he uh, basically made contact just with the head, so um, that's kind of what got him the suspension, along with um, the fact that he's been suspended multiple times before. Um, I mean, Tom Wilson, to be completely honest, not not the biggest fan. Uh, not the biggest fan of Tom yeah, Wilson. Same. Uh, the seven games. I don't know if the play was seven games. I think it's just his history um, that gets him the seven games. But I've also heard that that might not have been the case because it's been like a year or two since he's been suspended, so it might not count. I don't see how that would make sense. But anyways, um, yeah, Trevor, what are your thoughts on the suspension? Do you think it was... Uh, too long, too short, uh, just about right. I I, I saw that uh, like the replay of the hit. I think it's, I think it's like just about right. Like that hit was really dirty. Yeah. Uh, but like, he has had quite a pass. I shouldn't think that that should affect what he gets because that's for one in the past. You know, like. Yeah, for sure. What happens um, happens, and yeah. yeah, that's you have to deal with it. So, two things about this whole thing, though, that I found pretty funny. Um, Ovechkin came out and said it was a joke, and blah 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 blah, whatever he wants to say. And the thing is, is he he got fined the game before for spearing Trent Frederick in the crotch, and he only got fined seven like five thousand dollars. Where I really think he he should, probably should have been suspended too being honest here um it was a blatant like i'm just gonna hit you in the crotch on purpose sort of thing um yeah didn't really like that 
And uh, a story I heard, I don't know if this is true. I think it is, though. Um, I forget where I heard it. Um, so the Washington Capitals uh, ha- make highlight packages of Tom Wilson having the opportunity to hit someone in the head and then him not doing it so that they can show the NHL that he's changed. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, I, I don't know what to say about that. That's just, that's the weirdest sort of thing. But I, I don't know. I thought it was funny um, that they're making highlight packages of him not hitting people in the head so that he gets, so his suspensions aren't like as long or something like that funny <laughs> uh yeah um so we got for you here um the nhl um three stars of the week um the third star uh is martin natchez of the carolina hurricanes he had uh seven points in four games uh second star is thatcher demko uh he was three and oh with a shutout. Um, and then first star is Mark Stone. He had 10 points in four games. So, um, I mean, a great, <laughs> great weeks by all those players. Uh, I really appreciate the uh, Thatcher Demko. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, good playing because uh, he's on one of my fantasy teams. Need him to uh, help me get back into it. Um, so, I mean, uh, I would like to thank him, uh, directly for, uh, playing well. And, um, Trevor, what are your thoughts on, uh, those guys getting, uh, three stars a week? Uh, I think that's a pretty fair three stars, if I don't say so myself. Like, yeah. uh, I guess, well, they played good, well, I guess good job for him because he's keeping your fantasy team alive. Well, but, uh, yeah, so I was uh, – I kind of had some issues at the beginning of the year. I didn't realize that I was, like, editing my lineups on the wrong day. So I was kind of – I don't know why I was just editing them on the wrong day. So there was, like, two days of points where I wasn't getting anything. So I'm battling my way back up into the – up up the standings. Uh, well, that's good. <laughs> and, so uh, I guess – it up, man. Yeah. Uh, so Josh is rooting for you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, by the way, by the way, if you want to be on the podcast, just yeah, Thatcher Emko, uh, just let us know. Like, um, I, yeah, I think you've really seen this year. Personally, I thought that Braden Holpe was going to bounce back from his bad year in Washington, and it only, it almost seems like it's gotten worse. Um, I mean, he's not performing. Thatcher Demko seems to be the goalie now. And um, I like Brayden Holpe. Uh, he's on a two-year deal right now. So when that deal's up, he'll probably be a backup somewhere, I would think. And, um, like, unless he picks his play up, I don't see him really being a starter or even in the league at all if he, uh, if he can't, I don't know, perform. perform. Yeah. Yeah. So – uh, yeah, I, I don't know. He's, I guess he's got to pick it up, but I like Thatcher Demko playing that fantastic. Uh, he kept the Canucks in the playoffs in 2020. Um, basically made that series against Vegas, um, from 
it probably would have ended in five games, but he made it last seven. So, um, and I said to my dad, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights said that they, uh, they were, they're, they lost against the Dallas Stars because Thatcher Demko ruined their confidence and Vegas might have beat Tampa. So uh, I, I think Thatcher Demko gets a 0.1%. Uh, um, congratulations on Tampa's Stanley Cup victory. I'd like to thank him for that as well. Um, maybe we'll send him a ring for his, uh, for his uh, help, you know? For his, uh, yeah, for his help. Yeah. There you go. All right, so um, got some big draft news as well. Uh, uh, changes to the draft lottery system that may be um, coming into play. And the announcement that the uh, NHL draft uh, is going to stay put in July where it was originally supposed to take place. So there be no moving in the draft. As I said and expected, the NHLPA uh, shot it down. Players Association did not want to move the draft back, which I didn't think they would. Um, so it's going to stay in July, where I would like it to be. And I know it would have helped teams to push it back, but, I mean, I just – I don't know. I really like the draft. It's kind of weird, but I, I just do. Um, I'll watch all seven rounds. It just doesn't matter. Um, but I would just like it to be on a regular schedule again. Um Trevor, what are your thoughts on that first? I well, first of all, thank God they're having a draft this year. Yeah, because like, weren't they skeptical skeptical of even having one? Yeah, like they were gonna push it back to next year. Yeah, and then well, then have the two, which you and me completely disagreed on. Yeah, I didn't like, didn't really like that idea. Yeah, so I think this is good. That they're having one, yeah. and I, I like I like watching the draft too. For sure, and um, they've also talked about. Um, the lottery being um, changed. Uh, they're proposing changes. It sounds like they may be likely, um, but can't I can't really confirm that if I'm being honest. Uh, so here are the changes they would make. Um, teams are limited to no more than two lottery wins in a five-year period. So uh, you can't win the lottery um, more than two times um, in every five years or whatever. And, uh, Teams are only allowed to jump 10 spots um, up in the lottery. And uh, they would only decide picks number one and two um, through the lottery. And instead of right now, they decide picks one, two, and three through the lottery. So the team that finishes last, if they didn't win the lottery, would still pick third instead of fourth. Um, So Trevor, what are your thoughts on those uh, potential lottery changes? I really like the one where, uh, where um, it's you. You only get like a max, like two. Yeah, you can only win two within five years. That I I find that actually good because, like, that gives other teams chances. Yeah, like when you look and... at um, who was Edmonton? They won, I think they won four in six years. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, it just makes it more flair, fair for the yeah for the people and for the I guess teams and and I like I like the I like the other ones too. I mean the reduction of the amount of um, the amount of uh, picks drawn. I think like 
going from third to fourth is a big difference. Like, uh, well, I won't say huge difference, um, but it's it potentially could be changing uh, franchise changing. Like this year, I would say there's uh, I would much rather have Tim Stutzel than Lucas Raymond uh, personally. Um, after you've seen how Tim Stutzel's performed, obviously we haven't seen Lucas Raymond in the NHL yet, but, um, and the only being allowed to jump 10 spots, I think that's great too. Like the teams that almost made the playoffs shouldn't be able to win, um, the number one pick. So, um, yeah. Uh, Jerry, anything else to say on that front? No, I, 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 I like these new, I guess, rules kind of I, I think these are uh yeah i would like to i would like the nhl to go ahead and approve them and uh make them official um for sure yeah and so big news uh for um the nhl and a really positive thing i would say um in a week where there were some negative things but a really positive thing the nhl signed a seven-year deal with espn um ESPN is going to be paying um, $400 million a year, um, which comes out to over $2.8 billion over the course of the deal. Um, basically, it'll run through 2028. Um, the ESPN will basically has half of the ESPN slash Disney, Hulu, Hulu, whatever kind of has half of the US um Nash uh has half of the US TV rights. So they get like half of the Stanley Cup finals from twenty twenty two to twenty twenty eight and like half of the nationally televised games and so the NHL is really really trying to max max uh maximize the amount of uh money they can make off this. Um Trevor, what are your thoughts on that? Um, this is good. Yeah. I think, uh, especially for ESPN being like the number one sports broadcasting in the U.S. Uh, I think this is a. Well, it, are they the first? Uh, yeah, I would say they are. Yeah. Well, yeah, because ESPN um, is purely sports, whereas yeah, like NBC so, is not purely sports. Yeah. So, like, I think this is a good decision for us, ESPN. Yeah. And I think this will, I guess, pay off in the upcoming years. Yeah, I don't, I don't really see how this can be a negative. If I'm being honest, like, I mean, yeah, it sure. brings attention to the game because I'm not, I don't live in the U.S. I'm not American, but I feel like, like waking up every morning and seeing the hockey highlights on ESPN and being able to watch uh, uh, hockey on ESPN and because uh, Hulu is has live sports and there'll be able, there'll be games on there. Um, the uh, NHL Live package, uh, where you can live stream all the NHL games, will be through ESPN+. Plus. So I really think it just brings more attention to the game. Um, not that we... Uh, uh, I don't even know what I was going to say. Oh, it'll bring more attention to the game, especially in the U.S., um, which it's getting dangerously close to uh, catching Canada and surpassing it. Um, I've actually started to get worried about that, if I'm being honest. Um, <laughs> the Americans are just developing so well. Um, but, 
yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's good, and like they're getting over two point eight billion dollars for uh, seven years and half of the uh, half of the agreement. So, um, for all we know, they could get two point two point eight billion dollars from another company, right? Um, yeah, it sounds like they're still trying to work with NBC to uh, get them involved um, for the other half, but we'll have to see. Um, but I, all around, I think this is great from the NHL. Um, in our last bit of hockey news, <laughs> speaking of money, <laughs> Evander Kane is considering ending his contract with the San Jose Sharks. Uh, they're both talking about mutually terminating it, um, <laughs> which is really just a way for him to not pay his debt off, really. Because when he's making $6 million a year, uh, the people that he owes money to can be like, hey, that all the money that he makes off that contract will immediately go to the bank, I think. It's like, I don't know, just he doesn't get any of the money, really, in the end. So um, he, will, he will terminate it so then he can start fresh and then he doesn't have to pay any of his debt off, basically. So... Um, I don't know if that would be the end of his NHL career or if uh, that would just be a temporary thing or what would happen there. Obviously, it hasn't happened yet, but it, it sounds like it could. Uh, Trevor, what are your thoughts? I honestly think he should keep that. I think it just worked for him yeah. in the upcoming future with his debt. Yeah, but if he but- if he gets rid of the contract, then he doesn't have to pay his debt. That's actually, that's true. But yeah. then he might not have an NHL career either. Yeah. So really it comes down to what he, what matters to him most in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else hockey you want to talk about? Or I got nothing. Uh... All right. Well, we'll move on to baseball. The history, I mean, the, <laughs> the sport with the, uh, history of cheating and really that's what baseball is all about um when it comes to the history of it lots of cheating uh trash can banging betting you know all the stuff um but uh also peds sam dyson has been suspended for the uh 2021 mlb season um and I totally just went on a whole tangent that made no sense about me trying to transition well. And uh, he wasn't even suspended for cheating or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, uh, ignore what I said before that. Um, he was he suspended <laughs> from the 2021 season due to uh, domestic violence uh, violation, which is definitely more serious than um, using steroids. Um I mean, I hope everyone is okay. I hope that uh, what needs to happen will happen uh, along the lines of whoever, uh, like, like whatever the issue is here, like they're brought to justice and uh, we really don't want anything of that sort to be happening. So, uh, Trevor, do you have any thoughts? And like so, he was just, he was suspended for for this. 
For, yeah, domestic violence violation. Wow. Yeah, no, that's... I would say that's fair, though. Yeah. Like, that is... Yeah, no, it's not good. I mean, um... No, we don't... You don't like to see that at all. um, Hopefully, everything can work itself out. They can... Like, obviously, you don't know what happened there, but um, hopefully everyone's okay. And um, they can just... uh, I don't know, figure it out. Um, apologize for the weird transition that made absolutely no sense uh, because it had nothing to do with what I was talking about. But, um, you know, we're just uh, going. Just keep on keep on going, you know. <laughs> um, the Houston Astros. The uh, trash bangers, uh, trash can bangers, um, signed Jake Odorizzi um, to a new deal. He was still on the free agent market for um, way longer than I would have wanted to be on, if I'm being honest. Uh, he didn't have a team, and I would have liked it to be the Blue Jays, but um, that didn't happen. Anyways, Odorizzi signs with the uh, Houston Astros. Um, he uh, will come into their rotation. I think he'll be a nice piece. Um, He'll be there. It's a two-year deal. Um, so he'll be there for two years. Uh, I think that is a nice addition to um, the Astros rotation. I'm not really sure what their Astros rotation looks like at this point, like what it's, what the dynamic of it is, because like Verlander's old, Granky's old, uh, Lancer College Jr.'s there still, and Odorizzi. So, um I mean, I think it's a good signing, Trevor. What are your thoughts? Yeah, that is a good signing, and and uh, like, I I guess we did well. I guess we wanted him to go to the Jays. But... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we went for a lot of players. We only got one so far, I think. Right? So, no, uh, no, we got two. Yeah, we got Simeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, Blue Jays, they're. Uh... We got really hyped, and then you know. Yeah. But well, you know we got we got Springer, we got Simeon. We did. You saw the game today, which we'll talk about later on. Springer had a big game today, so. Um, but with the Astros, that signing could have come with the news that, well, obviously this news was released after Odorizzi signed, but uh, Forrest Whitley, he was a uh, first round pick of the Astros, and I want to say. 2016. I could be wrong with that. Um, but he's a starting pitcher um, in the Astros organization. They were really hoping that he could, uh, you know, come up and um, be be uh, in their rotation this year because um, he's been hyped up for a while. Um, he's uh, been a guy they've really been um they've had a lot of confidence in and like they think he's going to develop them but now he's got tommy john surgery so um yeah drafted 17th overall in 2016 um it sucks to see that happen uh when a guy really like uh he was really thought he was going to make the majors this year and uh he has to probably spend the entire season out yeah, like, 
and then I guess like he he does have a pretty big impact on the team, but like I guess stuff happens, but like that's something that you don't want to happen, you know? Um, yeah. And him being a good player, like this this could have I wouldn't say this could affect the team, but like it will affect I guess him in the future. Oh yeah. Tommy surgery is terrible. Yeah, like it could be really bad. Yeah, it could be really detrimental to a player's career. Um, so but hopefully uh, he recovers and all goes well, and in twenty twenty two he can get into that Astros rotation and light it up. So. Um, not that I'll be cheering for the Astros. Uh, just, I, I just can't be done, Trevor. I can't do it. Can't cheer for the Astros. Dude, we we did. In, we did like, in 2017. In, in That's so yeah, – that made me so mad as soon as I found out because I was so mad because I was cheering for the Astros and it came out that they had cheated and I – immediately became like uh, a Dodgers fan at that point. I was like, they better win. And then they did. So uh, that was good. And like, I don't, I don't get the, the whole point of this like cheating business. Like, like it's like you make it, you make it to the, I guess to the, to the world series. And then they instantly think how, about how they're going to be. They were cheating all season though. I think already. Yeah. Oh, really? All yeah. season? I thought it was only the... No, the they were series. cheating all season. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, and I think, like... And I feel bad, because majority of the players there now, like, aside from Altuve, Correa, and Bregman, and really Altuve, Correa, and Bregman, like, as much as they were... Like, that's those are really only the big guys that are still there from that team and even when they're gone I I still probably won't cheer for the Astros ever again um and it'll have nothing against the players that are there at that point it's just I just won't be able to do it um from a franchise standpoint they yeah they did something that like that no one should have ever done especially in in a game where it has so much impact on the sport yeah, and that's where I stand with players like Barry Barnes and Roger Clemens and Andy Andy Petty and um, Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco and all of those guys that aren't getting in the Hall of Fame um, because they use steroids. That's just the way it, the way it is, and I think probably all of those guys. Uh, Jason Jombi, also another one. Um, all of those guys probably could have um, made the Hall of Fame. Um, their numbers may not have been as inflated, but I mean, th- like Barry Bonds probably still could have been like a top 10, top five baseball player of all time. But I mean, he used steroids and that, that was an unfair advantage. And um, I, I don't know. I, I think that they don't, deserve to be in the Hall of Fame and not that they I don't know. That's not I don't know if that's right to say, but um I don't I wouldn't like them to be I don't think it's fair for them to be in there. 
Yeah, they they didn't use steroids, but like they still cheated to win. Exactly for game, sure. Right? I think that I'll, like it it'll, it'll be tough for Altuve and Correa and Bregman and um Springer to try to get into the hall. Um, I definitely think that Altuve and Correa will have a tougher time than Bregman and uh, Springer just because uh, Correa and Altuve seem to be more at the forefront than because uh, Bregman, when they had that apo- that whole apology thing at the beginning of 2020, um, he seemed pretty like sincere and that he didn't really have a whole heck of a lot to do with it. And Springer, I mean, I'm not even sure if he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Like, I don't really know. Probably might be, might not be. I'm not sure. Um, like, oh, not even just because of the cheating thing, just in general. Yeah, right? and, like, even if he even if he is, like, it, it'll be tough, I think, for if Altuve and Correa <laughs> want to get in. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, It'll be tough for them if they want to get in there. Yeah, for sure, and, like, uh, the other thing with the Hall of Fame is, yeah, you can be good, doesn't mean you're going to make the Hall yeah, of Fame. Yeah, for sure. Um, anyways, uh, just a quick update here. Uh, we're recording um, during uh, the Leafs game right now, and they're losing one nothing. So, um, I'm sure some of you are happy right now. Uh, I, I'm, uh... I, I might be, possibly, but... <laughs> uh, Although I'm not sure I really like Winnipeg either, if I'm being honest. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, uh, we'll move in to the Blue Jays review. Trevor, uh, got any uh, got any, got any stuff you want to talk about in specific here? I I I was busy this week. I I didn't get to watch any games or the Blue Jays. So, do you got anything? Well, I'll just go over some of the scores. I mean, the Jays were <laughs> the Blue Jays were four and four since our last podcast. Um, I mean, they had some pretty big wins. They beat the Orioles thirteen to four on Friday. Uh, they just beat the Tigers ten to six today. Um. I mean, the uh, the Jays. There um, today was a big day. Uh, Vladdy homered, Springer homered, Kirk homered. Um, I mean, a big a big game today from uh, those guys. Uh, and the team's looking good. Um, I don't know if I don't know. Spring training is not a good judge of anything. If I'm being honest, uh, maybe a judge. Yeah, like it might. You might be able to judge how good a player might be that season, like if they're gonna live up to expectations or not. But from a team standpoint, I don't think it really says a whole heck of a lot. You also need to give them some time. Yeah, like they were just off. They were just on the off season for like three months. <laughs> yeah, they're still doing baseball, but like not as for before. sure. So. Like, you got to give them, like, it's only been, well, 11 days in spring training, so. Yeah, for sure, and I would, I would say know? between, like, and, like, when I say that the um, the spring training doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot, like, 
the top two teams in the Grapefruit League are the Marlins and the Tigers. And then the top, <laughs> the top two in the Cactus League are the Royals and the Cubs. So, uh, nothing to um, nothing too special there at the top. I definitely don't think the Tigers are going to be a team that's uh, being at the top of any standings this year, unless it's runs against. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and Trevor's probably very pleased the White Sox are currently last in the Cactus League. Trevor, the White Sox hater. <laughs> uh, yeah, Trevor's just hating on the White Sox. It's kind of just what he does. Um, but I believe the game tomorrow's on Sportsnet uh, against the Pirates. Obviously at 1 o'clock when no one's going to be able to watch it because they're all at work or school or something. So, um, yeah. I mean, they, they don't seem to really be broadcasting much at all, which is fine for spring training, but hopefully they pick it up for um, the season itself. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sorry, White Sox fans. <laughs> I put you in fourth. No, you um, put him in fifth, buddy. I put him in fifth. I thought I put him in fourth. No, you put him in fifth behind the Tigers, buddy. Oh, <laughs> you can't change anything now. Well, uh, can't change anything now. Well, uh, man, um, I just didn't think that you guys were going to best. Yeah. Uh, but like Josh said, you guys were going to be the best team in the division. We're going to have to keep so, tabs on that. Uh, kind of see what goes on there. Um, but anyways, uh, we'll move on to the pro insider report. Trevor, what do you got for us this week? Um, well, I was going to talk about the wing, the, the, I guess, Gretzky, Walter Gretzky passing, but we already did that. So there's nothing for the pro insider report, but do you want to do the, the, our teams? Our, uh, our, our AOL. Yeah, we'll do that. And then we'll move on to our newest segment that, uh, I think you guys all appreciate if you listened to the episode last week. So if you haven't go check that out so that you'll understand what the whole next segment is about. Anyways, we'll move into our AL West predictions. Um, I don't remember who kicked it off last week. Was that you or was that me? That was, that was me, me, right? Yeah, it, it was me because you got all mad because I put uh, the White Sox in last. <laughs> you started You started last week? Yeah. All right, so then I guess I'll start this week. Um, so we're doing the AL West. Um a uh, an interesting division. Um, it, it's I don't know. I don't know what the AOS I don't know has for us really. Uh, kind of gonna be I don't know. I could see. Uh, it seems like there's a lot of. Uh, I I I don't know. I'm just stumbling, stumbling along right now. Uh, it seems like, like there's two, two teams at the top, one in the middle, and two at the bottom. That's kind of what it seems like. Yeah, and, like, the, these teams haven't had a lot of movement in the offseason. So, like, yeah. other than maybe Seattle. Yeah. Seattle has had a little bit of movement, but, like, yeah, I think this division might be a meh kind of yeah. thing. Like, it's either going to be, like, a blowout or it's going to be close. Yeah, I, I apologize for the uh, stumbling of words. But I'll start now. Um, for me, 
in uh, for fifth in the division, I have the Seattle Mariners. Um, I mean, they just signed James Paxton. They got Marco Gonzalez in their rotation. Not bad at all, but, I mean, they got Kyle Seeger still um, at third base. But, I mean, uh, I'm not really sure what – I don't think they're going to do too much. Like, Kyle Lewis was good for them last year uh, in his rookie year. Um, but, I mean, Jared Kelenic and Julio Rodriguez, they might come up this year. Kelenic has recently just got injured, though, so I'm not sure what his status is. Um, but I just don't see them doing too much this year. Um, I definitely think they have a bright future, though, ahead of them. Uh, Trevor, who do you have in uh, fifth place? I also had the Mariners. Uh, you kind of went over everything. I, they, yeah, they signed a couple people, but, like, they signed them back, you know? But uh, that's why, well, you, you pretty much just went over everything, but Um, I, okay, we're gonna have to. I think we're gonna have to end it. Uh, or wait, talk again. Hello, talk again for a second. All right, all right, you're cutting out a little bit there. Uh, do you want to, do you want to just reiterate yeah, that? Yeah, sure, I'll, I'll do that again. <laughs> all right, well, I, I also chose the Mariners. Uh, you kind of went over everything. Right. Yeah, they signed a couple players, but, but yeah, uh, I just think like. Uh, they're just that team that could they could change things around like I'm not saying that they will be last but like I just put them there yeah they, they could sure. change things around in an instant and well we'll have to see when the well when uh, opening day comes yeah well I think it'll be interesting I think they could, they'll be uh, a good team in the future but I, I don't think right now is their time um Anyways, in fourth, I have the Texas Rangers. Um, so, uh, Texas, uh, your team, I don't know. Your team's just not really that good, to be honest. Uh, you know, uh, the Mariners might pass you, if I'm being honest. I don't think they will. The Rangers have slightly more, a bit more star power there. Uh, they got Joey Gallo in the outfield. They got... Um, Mr. Uh, I watched a whole video about how this guy is the most mediocre player in the in the uh, MLB, and it's uh, Rugman Odor. Not not a, not a big fan. Uh, uh, everyone probably knows why us Blue Jays fans are not a big fan of the Rangers or the or Rugman Odor, or really not even the Rangers. We beat you both times, so it doesn't really matter, anyways. But <laughs> imagine. Um, Imagine, imagine losing twice in <laughs> back to back to us hot losers. Anyways, uh, yeah, the Rangers. I just don't see them being really that competitive in this division, just like the Mariners. Um, Trevor, who's your number four? Uh, same with Texas. They're just like, yeah. they're just they haven't been playing very well. Um, like last season, they finished last in their division too. Like. Yeah, yeah, I guess the season was cut short, but they were still pretty much well behind the other teams. So, for sure, they're also at my number four. But I think they could do better than Seattle this year. Yeah, I think they will, and um, yeah, but I don't think they'll be that competitive really in the division. Anyways, move on to my 
Number three, I have the Los Angeles Angels, which is very unfortunate to say because I, not that I'm a huge Angels fan, but I do root for them because they don't make the playoffs and Mike Trout should make the playoffs. I kind of want to see Mike Trout in the playoffs, to be honest. Um, but like the rotation doesn't isn't really that great. Um, but they have their star power when it comes to Mike Trout and Anthony Rendon. Um, they have Shohei Otani, who maybe he can uh, be a pitcher for them this year. He he can hit. Um, hopefully, like he just shores up the pitching and uh, can do it at a consistent um, level. And uh, they got Jose Iglesias and Justin Upton there. I mean, a solid team, but I just don't know if the pitching is there. And I, w- I would love for the Angels to make the blast, but I just don't know if it'll happen. Uh, Trevor, who's your number three? Uh, I also have the uh, the Angels. Like, they uh, they uh, they have a, a good team, but, like, they're o- they-, they have star players. They have their star players, and they got their, I guess, like, mid-rotation. Yeah. You can't rely off your start. Yeah, Mike Trout's a, he, he's a great player. He's probably one of the best players in the MLB right now. But yeah. like, he's he can't rely off your star players all the time, and you need some players to step up. So, for sure, like as you say, like I think baseball out of the four major sports, I think that baseball is the most team oriented where it comes to like you need to be good at every position because like in the end, Mike Trout plays center field and he bats once every nine hitters. So those other eight hitters need uh, those other eight hitters and those other eight fielders need to be good. If you want to go anywhere, Mike Trout, it's not like basketball where Mike Trout can just drag his team to the playoffs. Yeah. So, it's it's all no, but- like their pitching lineup's pretty good, but like I guess you do have Shohei Otani, but like again, you can't rely off him, right? So yeah, like I think like Dylan Bundy is their ace right now, and like two years ago he was like in the Orioles rotation, not uh, like not no insult to the Orioles, but like he was a high end in the Orioles rotation when they were bad. So, um, I mean. Like, Dylan Bundy's been good, like, but I just don't know if, like, he's your ace if you're making the playoffs. Um, anyways, my number two is the um, Oakland Athletics. Uh, Oakland, they lost Marcus Simeon. Uh, they didn't really do too much, I don't think, in the offseason. Um, they still got the... Uh, the mats in the corners, uh, Matt Olson at first and Matt Chapman at third, uh, both elite players in the league. Um, but you know, uh, they got Roman <laughs> Ramon Lorano. I totally butchered that last name. I don't even know how to say the last name, but Loriano, I think. Hopefully, I said that right. Um, they got him in the outfield. Uh, their rotation solid. I mean, they got um, Sean. Sean Manea and uh, Frankie Montas and Jesus Luzardo maybe can do something this year. 23, young guy. He was highly touted prospect. Hopefully he can get something done this year. Um, yeah, I think 
losing Simeon hurts them, sort of. Um, we, like, obviously, it hurts them, but uh, I still think they'll be solid, and I just don't think this division is all that strong, if I'm being honest, because I don't know if this team is all that... I don't know if they're second in a lot of other divisions. Yeah, like, I, th- I don't see... I think this is probably the least competitive division in the in the uh American League. Uh yeah, I would say so. Uh but like you got some good teams, but it's just not as good as the the Central and in the East. So like Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. The East is always a battle and the AL Central, like you got the White Sox and the Twins are I guess not Trevor. Trevor doesn't think the White Sox are that good, but uh, you got some good teams there, like at the top. Where I don't know this team, this uh, division. I think it'll be a battle for sure, but the, just the teams that are battling aren't going to be as good. Yeah, you're right, and like you, like with the with with Houston, and you could have like. Oakland had a really good season last year. They were the only team that was above 500 in that entire division. Or actually, yeah. Not, well, yeah, the West, I guess the West, but like, yeah. You never know. Like, they could be like, the, like 2021, like, they could be the most competitive season this year. I mean, I'm not season. Uh, uh, best division. division. You, you don't know, but yeah. I, I think that they're just not. Um, they're just – they're not that out there, you could say. Like, that's – Yeah. Compared to the other two. For sure. Uh, who's your who's your two? Uh, I chose Houston. Uh, All right. I – um. they didn't do very good. They didn't even get above, above 500 last season, so. Did, I thought they did. did they didn't? They didn't. Like, uh, oh, man. On, my, on my list. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. They, they just crawled in there. They were like one of the last. They spots. were really close. They were, uh, I think, they were two wins off it, but they didn't hit five hundred. So, yeah, because the because their division is weak was weak last year, right? So they got that second place spot when they really shouldn't have. Yeah, like they could have got first and probably would change my pick, but I. Uh, they got second. I I honestly think they might they could do a bit better. But I think yeah. they might do the same. You, you never know. Uh, yeah. But, like, that kind of goes into my first pick. But uh, who's your first pick? Well, my first pick is the East Masters. <laughs> much to hate to say it. Um, they, got, they got a good rotation going. Zach Granke, Jake Odorizzi, Lince McCullough Jr. Uh, Justin Verlander is injured at the moment. I don't know what if he's going to be coming back soon, but um, maybe Jose Altuve will bounce back this year. Alex Bregman there, Correa there. These guys weren't didn't really they weren't that great last season in the outfield. They got Michael Brantley, Kyle Tucker. Um, they got Jordan Alvarez at shortstop, who um, he's a great player for them, and he could be a big like a, a star player um, in the future of the Astros organization. Um. Yeah, as I said, like I think they're a good team. I don't think they're um I don't think the top teams in this division are as good as the top teams in other divisions. Oh, 100%. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that's just the way I see it. Like between them, um, for me, like I have Astros, White Sox, and then whoever I choose to win the AL East, you'll find out when that episode comes out. But I think they'll finish third out of those teams. Um, when it comes to playoff seating. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Trevor, who's your number one? My number one's Oakland. They had a phenomenal season last year, and I think they could they could pull that off again. Like, Houston coming in behind them, that's a pretty big accomplishment for Oakland because Houston's a good team. But, like, yeah, I couldn't put Houston up there because they lost George Springer, and he put up the most, I guess, home runs and runs for his team. Yeah, for sure. Him gone to the Jays now, uh, which could could put a big impact on the team, but Oakland they were kind of like an like an underrated team before and I I think now they're showing off like yeah, they're a good team. So I think they can do well again in this upcoming season. That's why they're at my number 1. Yeah, I'm I'm rooting for them. I mean, like I uh, like I hope they do well. Like I honestly, like if everything went as planned, I would kind of hope for the Rangers and Astros would be the bottom two teams in that division, but I don't want to put any hate on anyone. That's not very nice, but i just not a big Astros guy, not a big Rooknit or Odor guy, but, uh, you know, anyways, uh, my pick for MVP, the man, um, he gets debated as possibly the GOAT, I don't know if he can be the GOAT if he doesn't want a title. So maybe his team can start giving him some players around him. But uh, despite that, I think he will win MVP this year, and that's Mike Trout. Um, I mean, he's just – he's the best baseball player in the world, and he's one of the best of all time. He best player in, in the MLB last season. Like, he For was sure. so good. Um, he, he's, he's had so many good seasons. He has an MVP, right? He probably yeah, he's two, I think, yeah. two or three. So, I could see him getting, well, like, being the MVP of the division again. I also chose him, if you can't tell already, but, like, yeah, man, <laughs> he's just a good player in general. Yeah, and that, like, it's tough because that's kind of, like, the, uh, like, the default pick, but, I mean, he's just the best player in that division, without a doubt. Like, he leaps is and bounds better yeah, than everyone. Like, like he is the default pick. Like, yeah, who else would be choose? You know, right for sure. And I mean, it, yeah. And for me, like when it comes to Mike Trout, like even if he doesn't win a title, he's undoubtedly the best player of our generation. But I don't think you can call someone the goat if they don't win a title. That doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. Um, You're right. Yeah. Like, I think, like, when you look back at it, like, um, Michael Jordan has six titles. Uh, Tom Brady has seven titles. Wayne Gretzky has four titles. Babe Ruth has, I don't know how many titles offhand, but he has multiple titles. Um, and I think if um, if Mike Trout wants to be in that conversation, like, he is in the conversation, but if he wants to um, be able to take that, uh, name as the goat. I think he he needs to win at least a title in his career, and he's already thirty. So, um, we'll have to see, right? 
Yeah, and I, uh, yeah, he, uh, I, I, I think like he can win a title in the next years, in the next couple of years, if his team decides to step up. Because, yeah, uh, a couple. Well, in 2016, he hit like 41 home runs, which kept yeah. the Angels alive in that season. So. We, we we need them to we need other players to stand up like I was talking about earlier. But yeah, for sure. I think like he's just that player that he's probably the best in that division in the like yeah. in the next coming years. You never know. Yeah, for sure. And I think like 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 I was saying, I mean, like you just um I think you gotta win a title, man. Like LeBron James has four. Um Sidney Crosby is three. Um, just talking about guys that are in that are current guys that are in the GOAT conversation in their own sport. Like even Patrick Mahomes in um in the NFL, like I think he'll get to that point where they're talking about him. And he already has one title, so um Babe Ruth has seven. I just looked that up. So yeah, I think I think um Trout needs a title, and the Angels need to be willing to pay the big bucks if they want to. Um, they want to win him a title, and unless they trade him, he's going to retire an Angel. So, because um, he's got his, I don't know, he's there for like fourteen years or so, or it might be thirteen now after he played a season. But I mean, it's a big contract, and uh, if they're not, if they don't trade him, then I don't know if. He will win the title in his career. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think he also deserve. He definitely deserves the title for the phenomenal, like, I guess past he's have. Mm-hmm. Like he deserves one more than a lot of people in the league. Yeah. And. It would just suck to see him retire and not have a title. Yeah. Because, well, I I think 100% hands down he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Oh, for sure. But, like, hopefully to add on to that, yeah, that he will uh, will get a title and prove that he is the GOAT. Yeah, that goes for really any sport. Like, you can't win. You can't be considered the greatest if you – didn't reach the pinnacle of your sport. Yeah. So, sure. Like, like if you even you look at just other sports, like Michael Phelps, if you think he's the greatest swimmer of all time, like he won, I don't even know, like twenty three gold medals across like Olympics and World Championships and all that. So, I mean, you just you got to reach the top to even be in the conversation to being the greatest. And like. You have to be one of those players that, like, if you didn't even know baseball, you you would know his name, right? For sure. So, like, exactly, right? My sister knows who Tom Brady is. She doesn't know what she doesn't like watch football. You know, yeah, he's just out there. Yep. Tiger Woods. He's won. He's uh, won the Grand Slam of golf. He's won all four major championships, and um, you could you consider him the goat? Like he's. Got, he's won 82, 82 tournaments in throughout his career. Um, so, I mean, uh, 
you just, you got to win the title. That's just the way it is. But um, anyways, uh, we'll move into our final segment here. Uh, we have the non-sponsored Weather Network heavily defeated segment. Um, this is where we go over uh, a team, player, situation, I don't know, whatever. That's, I don't know, it's just, it's a crappy situation. It's crappy, something's crappy happening there. They're being heavily defeated. Um, so, uh, Trevor, this segment, I guess, will kind of just be team that sucks, player that's not doing too great. Uh, something weird happens, like remember last week when Spencer Torkelson cut his hand on the uh, can opener, <laughs> something <laughs> yeah. like that. So, um, yeah, that's sort of along the lines of what this will be. So, uh, Trevor, do you have something in mind right now for your pick? Um, my pick's Buffalo, dude. <laughs> dude, Buffalo, man, they are they are not doing great. No, they're not they're- good. They are a team that should be doing good. Like in the like when the uh like they are in, in a tough division. I'll put that out there. But like they should be doing better than with sixteen points total all season. So yeah, for sure. And uh, as you say that, I saw today that uh, Jack Eichel might be out the rest of the season. So it's not gonna get any better. <laughs> it's not at all yet. And they're losing right now too. They're losing to Pittsburgh three to two. <laughs> um, yeah, so this week uh, I actually got two. Um, my okay. first one is uh, Brent, Brendan McKay, uh, top prospect pitcher for the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, he cut his finger too. What is up with these prospects cutting fingers at spring training? Anyways, um, he cut his finger on dog toy tags. Oh, wow. Um, that's even worse than a can opener. Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, what, like, what kind of dog toy tags he was dealing with. Like, was he dealing with, like, I don't know. Like, you would think, like, if you just, and you, like, say, like, an article of clothing, when you take the tag off, it's just, like, a piece of, like, cardboard-ish paper, cardboard, something like that. So, yeah, like, a paper cut, I guess, is what he got, really. And... So, I mean, hopefully he's back soon. It's kind of a <laughs> interesting injury. But anyways, and my other is Brady Kachuk and the Ottawa Senators. They are they are as good as Buffalo, but weren't ex- but, but but were expected to be there, you know? Um Ottawa That's was just expect- them though. Ottawa's expected to be bad. But um, they get my uh, heavily defeated crown this week uh, <laughs> due to the fact that they lost 7-1 last night to Edmonton. Oh. And Bra- Brady Kachuk came out last night saying how it's embarrassing to lose like that. And they can't be doing that. And I would agree. Like, you can't – even if your team's trying to lose – like, if I don't, I'm not going to say they're trying to lose. But um, – Losing. Even – even if your team is like a rebuilding team, like the players are still trying trying to win, right? And, um, you know, um, I can see how they're frustrated with that. Like I would be too. Um, but yeah, that's uh, 
those are the weather network heavily defeated teams and players of the week uh i really hope they well, don't not... us. <laughs> what i really hope they don't copyright us or something oh i don't think so <laughs> i don't think they will they won't hear it if we're being honest um but uh <laughs> They did call. They did call. They have. I got heavily defeated. They called me out on that. So that, this is your segment, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they. Uh, uh, yeah, what was it? Gary Batman came out today and said that <laughs> the NHL is too professional for teams to tank. So <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying what he said. Uh, he said that the NHL is too professional for teams to tank. I don't think teams are tanking intentionally. I think they have in the past, but I don't think they're doing that now. But as mo- most recent as 2016, they were doing it, though. Like Mike Babcock said in an interview with Christine Simpson at Sportsnet, he said that they were tanking to get Austin Matthews. Um, and it ended up working, obviously. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, uh, Austin Matthews, uh, uh, he's a phenomenal player for them. And, like, it obviously changed, the, turned their franchise around. But uh, I don't really think you should be intentionally losing is kind of – you can be rebuilding, but tank. I feel like tanking and rebuilding are kind of different. Yeah. Like, if it's a tank to do it on purpose, yeah, that's different. But like tanking, still. tanking is when you're not playing your players and you're Doing, maybe yeah. holding back guys in the minors that should be on the team and stuff like that, where you're intentionally making bad decisions to lose games. Whereas rebuilding is just your team is not good and you're trying to win games, but it's just not happening. So, yeah. Jerry, you got any? Anything else to uh, talk about or anything else you want to go over? I got nothing else, but, like, how many times do you think Buffalo is going to be on uh, this segment? Man, uh, every week till the end of the season? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I don't know. I think uh, a lot would be be my answer. Uh, They're not a (laughs) good not very good at hockey. So, uh, yeah, they'll probably be on that segment quite a bit, if we're being honest. Sorry, Buffalo fans, but... Yeah, we apologize. <laughs> Your team is at not least good it, right now. At least the Bills are good, so... <laughs> there's some... Uh, that's, that's a good point. There's some compensation for you. Anyways, um, thank you for listening to episode number 16 of the Dangles and Dingers podcast. 